my dad, he keeps a bunch of shit in a closet in my house. And by a bunch of shit, I mean, like, a bunch of his coats and stuff. And uh-huh. then he's like, you really need to get mothballs. And I'm like, all right, old man. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? God damn! First well, of all, this is fucking cedar, so I'm pretty sure they hate cedar. Yeah. Or do they love cedar? Uh, I think they hate it. This is like something only old people know or like people on the East Coast that have a lot of moths. Well, yeah. I don't even know if the East Coast has a lot of moths. I just made that up in my head. I am fucking stereotyping. <laughs> I think it, on the East Coast, they have a lot of wool stuff because it gets colder. Oh, do you think moths love wool? Moths love wool. <laughs> So, that is like the weirdest <laughs> sentence in the English language. Moths, moths love, love wool. wool. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then he has a fucking wool jacket that a moth ate through. <gasps> and he was like, oh, no. look at this hole. It's from a fucking thing. And that's when he yelled at me about getting mothballs. And I'm like, I don't even know where to buy mothballs. I don't even know what mothballs look like. Ooh, I don't know where to buy them either. But I do know what they smell like. They yeah. smell awful. Yeah. Everyone knows what they smell like. And Oof. that was the other thing. I was like, I don't want that shit in my house. No. That's like the worst <laughs> form of moth repellent. Yeah. And also, we have a fucking cedar chest that he used to keep all of his fucking winter clothes in. See? Exactly. <laughs> but now I'm like, what do you want to do with all these winter clothes? Because we live in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Where you don't need them. Yeah. So I use his fucking nice ass cedar chest for like, I don't know sheets and stuff so that when people come over I could be like now your sheets smell like cedar yeah yeah now it smells like grandma's house yeah. you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome they put fucking cedar chips in it I don't know it's <laughs> just like your smoking clothes that yeah. just you use cedar chips for like smoking shit right yeah yeah you can get like apple ones apple wood whatever apple the fuck wood. they are uh-huh. hickory <laughs> yeah <laughs> just sprinkle those in the cedar chest <laughs> I actually just keep the smoking chips in the cedar chest that's actually smart I wonder what that if that would work. I don't know. Why the fuck would moths not like a certain kind of wood? I don't know. I think the cedar chests are airtight, maybe? Oh. Is that the only thing? Oh, no, because they make closets out of cedar. Oh. Well, fuck, I don't know. I don't either. Listen, my closet is not made out of cedar. It is made out of drywall. Mine is as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I believe that the rack that you hang the clothes on, like hang Uh, the fucking hangers on, is probably like plywood, but it's round. Ooh, Ooh, you got round plywood? (laughs) Well, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's some cheap ass wood and it's flaking apart. (laughs) Like a dowel. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, But it's like thick. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, I know, girl. Shoot, I got a closet. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a shower curtain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I see what you're saying. Oh, my God. Yep. Hey, everybody. We're going to have fucking holes in our cedar. In our cedar burlap? (laughs) What the fuck am I saying? I don't even know. Dude, I'm so hungover right now. I am, too. I have no brain cells. Neither do I. I read something really smart like eight times today, and I was like, this is too smart for my brain today. Yeah, I just can't do this right now. Cannot. No. People talk to me, and I, like, don't answer. I answer them in my head, and I'm like, oh, wait, I have to talk. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That terrifies me for what that means. That, like, what did we do to our brains? Yeah. No, How much alcohol do you have to consume to break it? (laughs) (laughs) A lot. And we did. So Mm -hmm. we did. It was a good time. Oh, it was a great time. Yeah. (laughs) Evidently, Aaron and I got drunk last night. Uh, Evidently. So you guys are in for a goddamn treat where we're both like, my brain doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) Except for only I have to read the story today. So yeah. I'll just be reading shit like, did that sentence make sense? (laughs) And I have to be witty and funny and clever. Yes, you do. Which is also difficult. No, it's so easy for you. Aw, you're so sweet. No, you're so sweet. (laughs) Okay, Aaron, give me your goddamn. Well, we allegedly got hammered last night. Mm-hmm. But the goddamn part is that my fucking in-laws were like, hey, can we watch your kids for the night? And I was you like, have it so made. Fuck yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, they watched my kids and it was great. And I didn't even wake up this morning until fucking 11 o'clock like a real piece of shit. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds amazing. It was so nice. Especially because we didn't go to bed till like uh, 2.30. Yeah, at least. Yeah, and it was great. I woke up at one point, and I was like, where's my kid? It's fine. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not a mom today. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have responsibilities this morning. It's fine. But apparently, I locked one of my cats out of our room, which is also (laughs) where the litter box is. So they scratched the shit out of the carpet. No. Yeah. 
which we're getting replaced, so it doesn't really matter. But at the same time, like, I'd rather not live in a shithole yeah. until then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I so, can relate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, when we woke up this morning, there was cat shit in the fucking kitchen. Oh, so you had a beautiful morning. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't even mind, though, because I slept in. Yeah, it was great. And also, I didn't have to pick it up or anything. Brandon did, <laughs> which is a better part of the story, because he apparently went into the kitchen and was like, what is that, a jalapeno? Because it, it was a long was one. was green? Well, it was, he's colorblind. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and so brown and green is really close to him. <laughs> oh, my God. But I guess it was a long one, and then it had, like, a long pointy thing at the end. <laughs> like and so a he stem? thought that was the stem, yeah. <laughs> And he picked it up. Oh, he no. picked it up by the quote unquote stem and no. was like, Why is there a jalapeno? And no. was like looking around. Oh my god, no. And then he was like, like looked closer and was like, Oh no, that's poop. <laughs> oh my god. With his bare hand, he yeah. raw dogged a piece of poop. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Because he thought it was a jalapeno. He told me this story. After he came in and brought me a fucking Advil or whatever to be like, here's for your hangover. So he handed that to me with his bare hands. And then I immediately just swallowed it like, you are a godsend. This yeah. is why I married you. And then he was like, hey, guess what? There's a piece of poop in the kitchen. I just fucking picked it up. And I did not ask because I didn't want the answer to. And then you immediately washed your hands, right? <laughs> that was your next step. Dear God, I mm-hmm. hope so. What kind of fucking monster wouldn't? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Well, he doesn't like the smell of the soap that I have in the kitchen. Okay, but he likes to smell like cat shit better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know, the stupidest man. reason I've ever heard for not washing your hands. I, I don't know if he did or not. I'm just saying I'm assuming that he did. And I did not want confirmation one way or the other because I was like, it's already in my mouth. Like the fucking pill already went down. And I was like, I I don't care at this point. You're like, I just ate cat shit, didn't I? <laughs> yep. And so, and and you know how when you're hungover, you just don't want to talk or anything? Oh, yeah. You're just like, go away now because yeah. I'm going to go die alone. Yeah. So he told me about the fucking cat shit story, and I was like, interesting story. Thank you for the Advil. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Did he pick it up and throw it away, or is he just like, I like, Uh, wait, you think he just flung it back onto the ground? Like, gross. (laughs) I already in your hand at that point. If I picked it up, I would have been like, and dropped it. I mean, you probably, I would have too. And then grabbed, like, a tissue. (laughs) You're you're not wrong. I think he just threw it away, probably. I don't know what he did. I the, wasn't there. I don't, and know. I didn't ask I don't even details. know the appropriate way to. That's like when you're grieving. How are you supposed to grieve appropriately? There's no right <laughs> yeah. answer. I don't know what you do if you pick up a piece of cat shit. Yeah. No one can tell you what you should or should not laugh at, and no one can tell you how to grieve. And so, you know what? No one can tell you how to handle a piece of cat shit when That's you right. accidentally raw dog it. That, that is what I always say. <laughs> you know, the classic line. <laughs> Ah, yes. <laughs> the, the ancient Chinese proverb. Yeah. So that was uh, that was my goddamn this morning. <laughs> oh, God. That was a good one. Mm. I like how it, uh, you weren't, I can tell in your storytelling process that you weren't planning on telling me the cat shit part. And I then it just, and then I remembered it. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> naturally, you were like, I got to sleep in. And also, Brandon touched cat shit, <laughs> which is the way better part of that story. <laughs> uh, I wasn't planning on telling oh, it. Oh, man. You're right. That just naturally progressed. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, you're goddamn Stacy. Well, mine is kind of sweet and simple and to the point, but my baby, my youngest one, he turned a year old this weekend. Yes, he did. You all motherfuckers, can you believe that shit? Like, wasn't it not just yesterday I was bitching that I was currently actively in labor while we were recording? Yeah. It feels like yesterday. Uh, I know. It was a year ago. My God. I know. And he's all toddling around and shit. He is just toddling around. He's Uh, so fucking cute. Bad news, though. Babysitter lady was like, just so you know, he's biting. (laughs) Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, fuck. My first one was real sweet. This guy's kind of a dick. (laughs) That's because he grew up with yours, with your first one. And he's like, I'm not going to let this motherfucker take advantage of me. He can't just, yeah, exactly. He can't just take my toys when I want. I'm going to bite his ass. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, Yes, that was a good, yeah. I'm not mad at it. (laughs) I mean, he should. You're kind of being a bully right now. (laughs) But outwardly, I have to like, you know, we don't bite. And then he cries and I'm like, oh, come here. Oh, baby. I never had to deal with that with my first one. Yeah, that's a good time. I can tell my second one's going to be a bit of a shit show as well. It must just be that way. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. And then we just let him get away with shit. I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. But then my first one now will be like, mama, put baby sister over here. Which is, like, not where we are. <laughs> You're, like, like, away from yeah, me. basically, like, get her. Get her away. <laughs> and then i like, what? why do you want me to do that? And he's like, she keeps touching me. Or she's fucking touching my iPad or whatever. And I'm like, well, listen, 
Hey, you got to share the shit, man. Yeah, you're going to have to learn how to share. Oh, and then my oldest thinks all the gifts are for him. And I'm like, no, those are your your brothers. Like, it's his birthday. And he'll just be like, well, I'm just going to help him with it since he's a baby and he doesn't know how to use any of this stuff. So I'm just going to show him how to use it. And he's so fucking cute that I'm like, all right, listen, (laughs) I should probably like nip this in the bud because, you know. When yeah. you get older, it's not going to go so easy. Like, my youngest doesn't give a shit right now. He's like, whatever. And you open it, and he's like, that's cool, until you pull it out, and he sees his older brother playing with it. And then he's like, what the fuck? A xylophone in the shape of a caterpillar? Yeah, and he's like, I'm I in. actually do want that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh, my God. So I just kind of let my older kid, like, run the show for a little bit, and I'm like, I have to stop this. It's so hard to be a parent. I know. Because you're like... Rough. Which battle am I going to fight? And also, you're like, well, I absolutely love my firstborn, and I want him to have everything in the world. And also, I love my secondborn, and I want them to have everything in the world. Mm -hmm. And then they both want the same thing, and you're like, listen, guys, fight to the death. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I'm out on this one. I can't choose favorites. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to play favorites, so I guess it's up to you guys. I have legit had to pull the... uh, if you guys can't play nice, then I'm taking it away and like Ooh. pick it up and take it away. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. I like how your for your your fucking toddler, the littler one, the baby, does not understand that at all. <laughs> no, but you know, you gotta say it. Like whenever he bites or hits or something, I have to say, no hitting, say you're sorry. And then I go to my older and I'm like, he says he's sorry. Like <laughs> fucking talking for him. I don't even know, man. I do that too. It's a good time. Oh, fucking parenting. Yep. It's a good time. Don't do it. It's a trap. It's like the best. Like, most well-covered, what's it called? Like, secret trap? Mm, Conspiracy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Conspiracy. It's like the most well-hidden conspiracy. I have no fucking brain cells, man. I don't either. It's It's a a good secret that everybody's keeping, Mm -hmm. that it's a trap. Yeah. Well, all right. Are you ready for murder, then? I'm so fucking ready for murder. On that lovely note, I'm ready to listen to some murder. Hey, welcome to episode 95. We are five away. From a hundred. We have to think of something clever. <gasps> Maybe we'll do a Twitch. <gasps> that would be fun. That would We're be fun. We have to fix this shed because, oh God, if we Twitch like this. People would just be like, wow, they're really fucking going with the theme here. They're grasping at straws. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. This week on episode 95 of I Said Goddamn, I'm going to tell you about <laughs> Jason Eric Macy. Ooh. Massey? All right. I didn't practice his name. It's probably Massey. You know. But, you know, do you. So Jason Massey was born on January 7th, 1973 to, you can guess, drug-addicted parents. Woohoo! And they weren't exactly fit to be parents. What? His, <laughs> I'm sorry, come again? With all the crack they had? <laughs> you know they had money. <laughs> it just wasn't going towards food. Yeah, it's buying luxury items. Uh, yeah, what is this, a commodity? <laughs> is that a geode? No, it's a crack rock. <laughs> Rub it on your lips. Gemstone. I don't know what you do with crack rock. You smoke them. Okay, I know what you do with them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so his dad was never in the picture even from the very beginning. Oh. And his mother continued to abuse drugs and live like the party lifestyle mm-hmm. even after having her children. Well, I think it's an addiction. So <laughs> Yeah, 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 likely so. But she would take Jason to the clubs that she would go to and oh. she would just like leave him in the car overnight while she like partied the night away. What the fuck? Uh, I know. And he was like a toddler at the time. Okay. Like two. That's not cool. That's not safe. No. What state is this in? Son of a bitch. That's a great question. It is in Texas. Okay. But I didn't write the county down till later or, you know. Yeah. It's so funny you called me out on that, though, because as I was writing this, I thought, oh, shit, I got to go back and like put in where we're at. And I forgot. Because you're like. I mean, is it in the United States? Is it in a, a first world country? Solid question. Where are yeah. we at Those here? are all great questions. They have cars. We're in so the U.S. I'm yeah. assuming. There's cars. <laughs> she um, left him in one. And there's clubs. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. This is in Texas. But also, then I'm like, okay, well, is it, like, hot all the time? Is it snowing? Texas, Texas sounds hot. Texas fuck. sounds hot, but Texas at night sounds like Normal. Yeah, like you could leave your two-year-old in the car while you go to the party. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not all night. Yeah, that seems a little excessive. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he probably wasn't buckled in. Sonny could free range. Uh, Yeah, no, seatbelts weren't a thing. Yeah, exactly. Sonny just probably slept in the back. Um, I I have a free range toddler. (laughs) (laughs) Did she lock the car, though? Because I would be concerned. I have no idea, man. But that's fucked up. Yeah. And when Jason was two, his sister was born, 
And his mother's abusive behavior continued. Mm -hmm. The kids would get beaten with wooden paddles if they did anything wrong, even if it really wasn't that big of a deal. Mm, She just like, yeah, exactly. Like overreacted every time and she would still beat them. So they were kind of like, you know, afraid of her. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's like the super fucked up thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, She would keep all of the food locked up in her room so that the children couldn't get into it. Okay. And if they ever snuck into her room to get some food when she wasn't looking or fucking out partying or whatever, I don't know if she kept an inventory or like fucking placed little hairs everywhere to see if they had been (laughs) disturbed. But if they ever got into the food, she would beat the shit out of them. Oh, God. That's fucked up. That's super fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah. Was she starving them or just, like, fucking monitoring what they were allowed to eat? I don't know. I'm guessing that it was, like, a little bit of control and then also maybe they didn't have that much food. So it was, like, rationing. I have to ration it. Yeah. But, like, maybe don't go party if you don't have that much food. Yeah. Partying usually takes money. Yeah. But so does crack. So, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. But still, super fucked up. Like, if you're going to have kids, you got to feed them and you shouldn't lock up your food. I agree. Yeah. But obviously, she wasn't the greatest mother. True. Uh, she would never pay her rent on time and mm. would often hop from one apartment to the next to avoid having to pay rent. Ooh. And she would just, like, pack up the kids and bail to the next place anytime the landlord started to, like, hound her for rent. So she mm. was kind of like, she'd ghost their ass. Yeah. So this is what the kids grew up thinking was normal. Solid fucking foundation. foundation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so... Oftentimes, Jason and his family would be homeless and they would live on the streets or in his mother's car because of her lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. At school, Jason was known. This is the most heartbreaking thing ever. He was known as being the dirty kid Mm -hmm. because his clothes were never washed and he like obviously wasn't properly cared for. If they're living out of a car, he couldn't take a bath. Yeah, that sucks. I know. And he was thin and hungry all the time and he'd be covered in bruises. I don't know why. I mean, I guess maybe because it's, like, the 70s. But, like, I wonder why no one at school said anything. Like, if he was known as the dirty kid, Mm -hmm. like, why didn't anybody intervene? I think it's more recent that they actually, like, have to now. Yeah. See something, say something, people. Yeah. But back then, they could just be like, oh, he just doesn't like to take baths. Because they could have said something like, yo, why does he have all these bruises? And she's like, oh, he was out playing football. Boys will be boys. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, he plays with his friends in the street and they fall. Like, my kid, if you looked at my kid's legs, that motherfucker does not pick up his feet when he runs. No. Yeah. Upper body, perfectly fine. (laughs) Most of the time, yeah. But he has, like, one spot of fucking eczema that he scratches all the time. And it's on his elbow that I'm like, bro, you got to stop. Because it looks like I fucking, like, I don't know, scratch the shit out of your elbow. Like, grab him in the, come here, grip. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't. And then he'll look at me like, mommy, my elbow hurts. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, stop scratching it. (laughs) Leave it alone. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so also his mom would bring home different men that she was seeing, and she would leave the men alone with her children. Ooh, I hate it. Yep. Doesn't she have a daughter? There's going to be a lot of trigger warnings in this shit. Mm. Uh, Yeah, and a daughter. So as you can imagine, some of these men ended up abusing Jason sexually. Mm, That sucks. Yeah. I don't know if also the sister... Mm-hmm. But I would go ahead and assume so. Probably. Yeah. Um, as Jason grew older and stronger, he began to act out and, like, harm others. Ooh. I'm going to go ahead and insert my own psychological guess here that maybe it was something to do about power. You know, like, his mom took away the power of eating. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have any control over where they lived. And then to be abused by men and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as you get older and stronger, you're, like, going to start resisting and yeah, try and take your power back. Exactly. In the only way that you know how, which is bullying other people, essentially. Poor guy. Yeah. So I guess when he was nine years old, he got into a fight with another child and grabbed a tree branch and severely beat the kid with it. Ooh. So this was like a lot of anger and aggression. Yeah. And he would also place that anger and aggression on animals. Mm Mm-hmm. And he began torturing them for fun. Mm, That's fucked up. Uh, Trigger warning. He would strangle and mutilate cats for just enjoyment. Like, just out of, like, if there was a cat, he'd tie a rope around his neck to, like, kill it. Oh, my God. And then he would, like, fucking, I don't know, play with the animal, stab it. I don't know. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. He also started to pick up an affinity for starting fires. Ooh, this is fucking strike two in the triad thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Did he pee the bed? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At the age of 14, he started drinking and taking drugs. 
himself, kind of like his mom, you know, picking mm-hmm. up the mom lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And these animal tortures started to turn into sexual fantasies. <gasps> what? Hot. Ew. In high school, he met a girl and developed a crush on her. And eventually he got the nerves to ask her out on a date. Mm-hmm. She declined him, obviously, because he's the weird fucking kid who likes to strangle cats. Yeah, the dirty weird kid who's <laughs> on drugs. Yeah. She wasn't interested, and so Jason was like, well, fuck you, and he didn't take this very well. And so he reacted by stalking the poor girl, and he would call her house over and over again. Mm. He ended up murdering her dog, like the, the family fuck? dog, and then he smeared its blood all over the side of her car. What the fuck? If that doesn't say I love you. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say no earlier? What I meant was absolutely, especially now that you've killed my dog. Yeah, and smeared it all over my car like a fucking warning, you psycho. Yeah, what did he think was going to happen? Dude, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he really, I'm guessing maybe he didn't really care what was going to happen at that point. He was just like, fuck you. I'll show you. I'm going to kill this dog. Yeah, this is what you get when you fucking reject me. Ooh, creepy. So, when cats and dogs weren't a large enough kill, he started to move to murdering and mutilating cows. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, not good. And he would decapitate all of his (gasps) kills. Uh, How? That's so hard. Have you ever seen a cow head in real life? They're fucking huge. Yeah, it's really weird. But I guess people, like, uh, mount them on their walls. Cow heads? Like steers, right? Steer skulls. I mean, like the skull. Oh, oh yeah, they would, like articulate it. What's it called when you like melt their shit into gelatin, boil it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you put a skeleton skeleton back together. I think it's like articulation. Well, yeah, that's articulation, but I don't think you have to do that for a skull. You just boil it. <laughs> and I don't. I don't know that I have a pot big enough, but I mean, I imagine probably. Do you keep what? the horns out? I have questions. I don't know. Do cows have horns? I thought cows were no, like no. Fucking... I mean, steers are cows, but. You know. Yeah, but they're like male cows. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They didn't specify if they were female cows or male cows. They just said cows. They're like dairy cows. They're not going to have horns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. But I mean, dairy cows are female cows because they have udders. Yeah. <laughs> this is very true. I've never thought about cows this much in my life. But uh, either way, either species of cow, that's a big head to cut through. My grandma grew up not grew up, lived next to a fucking dairy farm, mm-hmm. dairy cow farm. And I used to go over there and I would feed them grass. And they were very loved and they were very beautiful and they were very big and they were very happy and friendly and I loved them. And that is why I know that IRL fucking cow heads are enormous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could cut through one. Dude, uh, evidently cows are like really lovable and sweet. Yeah, they're sweetie pies. And we just butcher them and eat them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, they also are delicious. They so. are an excellent source of protein. <laughs> if you don't want to be fucking killed and eaten, don't be so delicious. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, anyway, this yeah. guy had fucking high hopes for putting cow heads on his walls, I guess. Enormous, enormous hopes, yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, obviously, it was like his his murder rage growing larger and larger because yeah. he wasn't satisfied with dogs. So yeah. then he had to move to cows. This is accelerating. Oh, yeah. And quite quickly. Mm-hmm. While all the animal and murdering shit was going on, like while he was torturing animals and stuff, uh-huh. uh, he kept a journal that would detail his fantasies and his sexual fixation on the murders. Oh, that's not good, right? What the fuck? I mean, he who knew he liked to write? <laughs> but- I mean, also, it's probably good to self-reflect. yeah you can write down your techniques and shit yeah he learned that in therapy he just forgot the rest of it where it was like i don't know don't fucking kill stuff yeah that that most important part yeah well his mom found the journal (gasps) and And she was like that's what happened to the cat (laughs) oh (laughs) fluffy (laughs) god damn it uh okay so his mom found the journal and she pulled the actual good mom card and she was concerned Mm. and um because she read some pretty fucking evil things in there yeah and so she had him committed to an institution wow good for her yeah finally something right in your life yeah however he didn't stay institutionalized long and he was released and immediately began abusing and killing animals again Mm. so it didn't work and no not at all he began to obsess over and idolize famous killers like ted bundy and charles manson Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so then, obviously, his journal started back up with these disturbing entries, Mm -hmm. but this time no one found them. Mm, So no one sees the fucking escalation that he's got going on now. Exactly. Uh, He started to openly talk about killing girls and mutilating (gasps) their bodies with his friends. What the fuck? Right? But his friends were just like, uh, it's just Jason. He's always weird and strange and smells like piss, and he wouldn't actually murder anyone. Yeah, Except, except for, for when he does. Yeah, except <laughs> for when he does or, like, when he fucking killed that chick's dog. Right? Uh, a little much. But also we should state, like, I should state that his friends were usually other druggies. Like, they were mm. friends because they sold drugs or did drugs together or whatever. It yeah. wasn't like, you know, we're brothers and we run deep and I'd never rat him out like that. They were just like, yeah, he was always fucking weird. I don't know. He's talking weird shit and we never thought that any of it was real. Yeah. It was just him talking a game, you know? Yeah. Like, he's Which I guess, fr- like, yeah. I could see that. Because if someone that I didn't really know well was like, oh, and then I would fucking cut her head off, I'd be like, that guy's weird. Yeah, I don't think I want to fucking do LSD with him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he makes my trips a little shitty. <laughs> he always brings it down. <laughs> okay, so even though he was saying all the shit and nobody thought he would do anything about it or whatever, mm-hmm. no one knew that in his journal he was fantasizing about becoming the most famous serial killer of all time. Uh-oh. Well, he fucking failed because I had never heard of him. <laughs> exactly. See? Oh, wow. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he doesn't become the most famous serial killer. Sucker. Oh, God. Okay, so in his journal, he wrote about his plans for committing the perfect string of murders mm-hmm. and what he would do with each of the bodies of the victims. Ugh. So he like, I don't know. Do you want to call it a manifesto? <laughs> yeah, I would. They're never good to have. <laughs> right? He labeled his journal Slayer's Book of Death. Ew. Lame. Yeah. You Not can't just give cool. yourself a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> So true. Dumb. So dumb. Okay, so all the while he was devising this plan, he was continuing to murder animals, and he would keep all of their skulls as trophies, like I said. Ew. And those trophies were hidden in a cooler in the woods. So this motherfucker literally had a box of skulls in the woods with his journal, like, with the skulls. Can you imagine stumbling across that? (laughs) Like, oh, I hope there's beer in here. Yeah, like, who wouldn't open a cooler in the woods? Obviously, you're going to open it. Yeah, and then it's just filled with animal heads. Oh, my God, that's terrifying. And Slayer's Book of Death. Ugh. <laughs> it's got to be, like, right on top with fucking some blood on it. And you know he didn't boil the heads first. No, no way. I have no idea. Like, where, like you said, I don't even have a pot big enough for yeah. a cow's head. Or, like, is mom really not that, not home that often? Right. And pots are expensive. Also, how many cows? Because I feel like one cow head would... Pretty much fill up your fucking cooler. Oh, I'll tell you later. Oh, God. Yeah, right? I don't even know. Okay, I'll tell you how many cows he killed. (laughs) But I don't know how many were in the cooler. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Gotta have two coolers out there. Mm -hmm. Good overflow cooler. Exactly. So like I said, he had his little uh, Slayer's Book of Death. There was also like four other journals in there. Like he had four fucking spiral notebooks full of these murder writings. That is so creepy. And he just put them in the cooler in the woods for safekeeping. Like no one will find this here. One time I found a Ziploc bag full of porn. Oh, it was like waterproofed? Yeah. And it was like just their favorites. Like it wasn't (laughs) like they were clipped out. Yeah, it was, like, cutouts of, like, this, this one chick. Where the fuck boobs. did you find this? Up on the hill. Oh, God. It was, like, your brother's stash. No, it wasn't. Uh, I know well, this I, because we all found it together. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, of course he's going to pretend he didn't find it. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. But then I know that he went back and looked at it after oh, with, like, the other guy that was there. We together? Were like, yeah, we were, like, eight or yeah. something or, like, ten. I don't know. Somewhere around there. And yeah, that's what, that's what we found. That was the most exciting thing we found out there. Oh, I found a homeless person's tent. Also went in there. But you went in their tent? Yeah. Oh, it, my God. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah. Where were your parents? <laughs> Not there. Not you could have ended was, up on an episode. <laughs> I was definitely a latchkey kid. I stole a, a toy from the homeless person's tent, and then I've, I've forever felt bad about it. Aww. Oh, that's so sad they had toys in there. Yeah. Well, there was one toy. And oh, I was that's like, so sad. You stole the homeless kid's one toy. I don't think it was a kid. I mean, but maybe why did it they was. have a toy? Like, Probably. maybe they had a kid with them is what I was thinking. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I thought they were just mentally ill. I literally like how you're like, and it made me feel so guilty. And I just doubled down. Like, let me make you feel worse. Yeah, it was a child. <laughs> <laughs> Not, it wasn't just like a roaming child. I just feel like maybe like a mom and her son. 
in a tent in the all right listen maybe <laughs> i just assumed it was like a mentally ill person in a fucking tent and then they were like i'm mentally ill and so therefore i am grasping onto my childhood things and oh, i took maybe. it maybe yeah and i was like fuck your childhood i'm gonna take it what yeah. was it what kind of toy was it I think it was like an army man or something oh it probably meant something. Probably. You don't just take that with you. Yeah. He was like, this is my army man from when I joined the army. And, then and they, they, they hand these out. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets one tiny human. <laughs> one tiny army man. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, I go through shit that I find in random places oh, in the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? I would too. And I'm glad there were never heads. <laughs> Thank your lucky stars. It could always be way worse. Yeah, who knew that was an option? Yeah, I didn't. Fuck. Uh, in 1993, when he was 20 years old, back to Jason. Sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. like, fucking quick cut, too. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it sounds like we do quick cuts. I'm like, wow, that was a really harsh edit. But no, that's just how we talk. Yeah, literally <laughs> just in the middle of giggling. We're just like, okay, back, back to the podcast. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> so Jason, <laughs> uh, 20 years old, and he was living in Ellis County, Texas. Uh, Jason's friend, Christopher Nolan... No, nope. no, a Chris Nolan. No, it's Christopher. I probably said that because I know the same Chris Nolan. <laughs> it's Nolan. Oh, all right. Don't get it mixed up. Did you know he split his tongue? Yeah, I think you told me that. Mm-hmm. Listen, if he can work out how to move each side of the tongue, I'd watch. Oh, he did. I I'm did. sure he did. <laughs> can he pick up blueberries with it? Oh, ooh, I don't know. Ugh. Anyway, let's talk about something else. I, I like to suck about my it. tongue out like I was doing it. Oh, <laughs> and this is my blue bay. <laughs> also, he's in like the medical field. Could you imagine if like your nurse came in and had a fucking split tongue? Does it change the way they talk? Probably lisp more like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just apologizes. Sorry. When I was 18, I did some shit. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. So if anybody out there has a split tongue. We have a lot of fucking questions for you. If you please reach out to us, I'd love to ask them. Very true. In a no judgment way. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do with your body. No. I just I have need to know questions. The logistics. Like, <laughs> do you ever floss it with a noodle? <laughs> 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 do you ever use it as chopsticks? <laughs> do popcorn kernels get stuck in between? I wouldn't think so. I think it's a very big gap. Or like the shells, you know? Ugh. But sometimes, have you ever gotten one that's like suctioned to your to, gums? Yeah, to like yeah. the side of your tongue or yeah. something. Ugh. Oh, yeah. God. Right in between? Seems so sensitive. Is it sensitive or does it like get scar tissue? I don't know. Yeah. How far back do they go? I really hope somebody has all these answers. All right. Anyway, so this Christopher Nowlin guy, mm-hmm. he did not have a split tongue. That I could tell. All right. (laughs) But he introduced a 13-year-old girl by the name of Christina Benjamin to Jason. Okay. So he knew this girl, and he was like, "Uh, hey, crazy guy, I, who is 20 years old, Mm -hmm. I know the perfect girl you need to talk to. Mm -hmm. And so Christina and Jason, they meet, and they start flirting, and they hit it off, and they start to see each other. Okay. How old is this girl? You said 13. Oh, Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No, that's a that's a bad idea. Yeah, way to go, Christopher. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was introduced in, like, a, a date kind of way, like, ooh, I know this girl, or if it was just like, oh, I've got to go meet my friend real quick. And mm-hmm. then Jason was like, hey, your friend's cute. Hook it up. I think you're cute, too. <laughs> so Jason started telling everybody, like, all of his friends and shit, like, hey, I met this girl, Christina, and I'm, like, in love with her. Mm-hmm. He also mentioned to Christopher, in explicit detail, while they were, like, high on drugs, uh, the sexual things that he wanted to do to her. Ugh. And that he wanted to kill Christina and cut her up like he would do with all of his little animals, right? Oh, my God. And Christopher was like, cool. That's <laughs> totally normal. That's the most normal thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah, you want to drop some more acid? Yeah. What the fuck, man? I have no idea why he never said anything or, like, took the threat seriously. And, like, what do you do in that situation? Do you laugh it off and be like, <laughs> but don't? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. And I don't want to, like, blame him or anything because he no. didn't fucking do anything. But also I, it's like. I would assume the person is also joking or lying yeah. or trying to, like, showboat or something. But, like, what do you do? What do you do? And if that's your friend, I might be like, yo, Christina, listen, I know you got the hots for Jason, and Mm -hmm. I know I introduced you, but just, like, you know, 
be keep careful an eye on your six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he's saying some things that aren't that flattering. <laughs> like if he asks to to tie you up, uh, that's the next step is cutting off your head. So, yeah, so maybe just avoid be that. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for some reason, he didn't take anything seriously, and he just kind of chalked it up to Jason being weird again, and he totally ignored the threat. Oh, my God. Also during this time frame, Jason had been pulled over by the police for committing a traffic violation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that violation was, and I hate the way I say that. But, you know, listen. He, he violated some laws. Yeah. He ran uh, a red light. Yeah, exactly. He did so, some shit. Yeah. Something to flag the cops down. And so the cops pull him over. And uh, I think he was high on marijuana or something like that. For some reason, they searched the car. <laughs> and they found a marijuana cigarette. A marijuana cigarette. <laughs> and uh, so they searched the car. And they find a three-pronged knife. Mm, uh, that's a thing. Oh, is it like fucking Michelangelo used in Ninja Turtles? <gasps> oh, like a saber? No, like the three-prong mm. thing. Well, maybe it's not called a saber. I know what you're talking about. Are they also like things stabbers? Yeah, where, like, the one long one is in the middle and then the two shorter ones are on the sides. That's yeah. what I think of when I think of a three-pronged knife. Maybe. Also, was that Michelangelo? Or did he have nunchucks? Listen, oh, my I'm God. Sorry. You know Tabitha's shitting herself right now. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, holy guacamole, women. Pick up a Google. Yeah, listen. <laughs> there's still wonder in my world, and I'm not going to Google it. But also, Michelangelo was my favorite. Anyway, so that's a, that, that weapon that you can picture now... Is what I'm thinking of a three-pronged knife. You know what I thought of? I thought of, like, some weird knife that probably also doubled as, like, brass knuckles and it had some spiky shit on it. And they were like, this is a three-pronged knife. Mm, Possibly. Should I Google it? Now I really want to know. I mean, you can, yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's Google. Okay, I'm going to Google if Michelangelo was the one that had that. Yeah, good idea. (laughs) Ah, son of a bitch. Michelangelo had nunchucks. I was, you know, in my head I was thinking... I think nunchucks, but then I didn't feel confident enough to say any of that. Yeah. I did say, or did he have the nunchucks? Maybe that's why I was thinking nunchucks in my head. Okay, wait, you're right. That is, it's called a sigh. A sigh? Yeah. Mm, Interesting. Uh, Anyway, by the way, when you type in three-pronged knife, that's exactly what this motherfucker had in his car. What the fuck are you doing with that shit? Mm, I don't know. But I mean, I would buy one at the swap meet if they had them, which I think they do. So, (laughs) and then just have it in your car. (laughs) Yeah. But would you also have a dead purging cat? <gasps> because fuck? he did yeah no. he had a dead persian cat in his car with a rope tied around its neck okay um i will address that in two seconds but first i want to say that Raphael was the one with the size apparently <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad we cleared this up i'm a better person for having known this for sure now and i will definitely forget it i am too and same but now we can you know be Proud in Tabitha size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we fixed it, Tabitha. Okay. Um, also, a Persian cat with a rope around its neck. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. A little much, right? Yeah. Like, he just had it in the backseat. Yeah. And he was just, like, driving around with it. Like, oh, this is actually my purse. I like to imagine it that it was in the front seat with him. Mm. And that he has a bench seat. I don't know why. That's just what's in my head. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the 80s, maybe? 90s? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's got to be the 90s by now. He's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. 20s. Mm-hmm. Early 90s, just driving around. Mm. Dead cat in his car. Fucking gross. Super gross. There was also a list of names with check marks next to them. Oh. Yeah. What? That's, what all, it, that's all the article said. I okay. don't know if something had been done to those people. Like fucking got that one's cat, got yeah. that one's dog. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't mm. know. Were they women's names? I don't know. Didn't Ooh. specify. All right. But obviously this guy is up to, like, no fucking good. What if one day you found out that you were on a, a list? list? Oh, I hope it's only for, like, free ice cream on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, list of awesome people that I would love to hang out with all the fucking time. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Okay. I'm pretty sure during this time, while this guy was driving around with a cat in his fucking car, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is when he was sentenced to 120 days in jail. Oh. Because of whatever traffic violation. Also, I guess you can't have dead cats in your car. <laughs> I mean, all right, I accept. He could have been like, well, the cat just died, and I didn't want to touch it, so I tied a rope around its neck like a leash. Maybe. So that I could bring it with me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's not. Natural causes. It's not 100% clear, but he did get sentenced to 120 days in jail, but he did not serve that time Mm -hmm. because what I'm going to tell you next happens like 51 days after his arrest. So he did not serve 120 days. Okay. Motherfucker got out for some shit. Okay. Okay. So meanwhile, 
while he's driving around with dead cats, serving time, him and Christina are striking shit up, right? Christina's all into Jason because he's like the older guy with the car, right? And he mm-hmm. can take her places. Yeah. So one evening. Also, and- sometimes he has cats. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes they just disappear. Yeah. Uh, so one evening in July, Christina is talking about how she wants to go somewhere, but she doesn't have a car. Mm-hmm. And so Jason's like, yo, I'll give you a ride. You will not believe what I have in store for you. I have one of those. Mm-hmm. But there's a problem, and that's that she's 13, and there's no way her parents are just going to, like, let her go. Fucking 20-something-year-old man. Exactly. So they come up with a plan. And the plan is that in the middle of the night, one of the nights coming up, Jason would drive by her street and honk the horn a few times. And this would serve as a signal for Christina to get up and get dressed and to go to her driveway. Mm-hmm. And then the plan was he would circle back around and with his lights off, he'd pull into her driveway and pick her up and the pair could go on their little adventure wherever it was she wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So cut to July 27th, 1993. Christina's stepdad, James King, is sleeping and he hears this car horn honk twice in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And it wakes him up, and he gets up, and he looks outside, and he sees his 14-year-old son, Brian King, and this is Christina's stepbrother, running down the driveway up to this tan car with its head- headlights turned off. The fuck? Mm-hmm. So James goes to the bathroom, and then when he gets back to the window again to look out, the car and his son are gone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's kind of interesting. Also, you wouldn't be like, hey— Get your ass back inside. What the I fuck know. are you doing out here? I don't I don't know. And I feel so bad for these parents because if you know where this is going, it's nowhere pretty. Yeah. But I also kind of wonder, like, I mean, definitely different times. Maybe it was normal for the 14-year-old to, like, run out and about. Or maybe the dad was a little more relaxed and was just like, ah. He's just fucking, fucking off with his friends. Yeah, yeah. Ryan having some fun. Yeah. But I guess the dad stayed up for, like, an hour or so and then went back to bed when Brian didn't come home. mm And he just assumed that, like, you know, obviously Brian left with whoever is in the car, and that was probably one of his friends, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't think much of it. It wasn't until the morning time when James and Christina's mom wake up that they realize that Brian never came home. Mm -hmm. And that that Christina also wasn't home. Exactly. That Christina was missing because they never went to go check on Christina. Yeah. So they figured that maybe the kids were just out with friends and they would come home soon. Like, they were a little worried, but they didn't, like, freak out or anything. Oh, the 90s. I know. And then when they didn't come home after a full day Uh of being missing, they decided to call the police. They were like, all right, some fucking fishy is up. Yeah. An investigation begins, but the police don't have much to go off of, right? They just know that there's a tan car pulled up in the middle of the night. Mm Mm-hmm. July 28th, so the next day... In Teleco, Texas, police get a call that there was a mutilated calf corpse found behind a local pizza joint. Oh, God. Like okay. a baby cow. Yeah. Uh, turns out that witnesses had seen a young blonde man running from the scene. And when the man ran, he left his car behind. Was so- Jason blonde? Yes, he was. Ooh. I didn't describe this earlier, but I also don't really know much about his looks. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen a picture and... Everything describes him as, like, this handsome killer. And I'm like, I mean, (laughs) not my type. (laughs) Yeah, I guess maybe that's it. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. So, obviously, this person running from the scene who left their car behind, I'm going to go ahead and assume that they were caught by surprise by the witness. And Mm -hmm. so that's probably why they fucking were like, oh, shit. Got to get the fuck out of here. Don't look at me with this dead cow. (laughs) He ran away. The car that was left behind just happened to be tan, and the police had it towed, not realizing that the tan car in this scenario with the dead cow thing could possibly be linked to Brian and Christina going missing. Mm -hmm. Also, in the haste of running away, that, like, cow killer dude, Mm -hmm. we're going to go ahead and know that this is Jason, right? Yeah. Dropped a bracelet that he was wearing, and on the bracelet had the name Jason inscribed. (laughs) I accidentally dropped my driver's license. (laughs) I'm not even fucking kidding you. All my fucking information. Yeah. Here's my full handprint. Oh, my God. Yeah. And just arrows leading right to me. All right. Not to be, like, judgy, but that's all I am, so I'll be judgy. Here we are. What dude is like, 
oh my god, you got me a bracelet with my name inscribed on it. I know. I wonder if it was inscribed or if it, like, I in this whole time, I've just been imagining that it's like a friendship bracelet. And you know how you, like, tie them a certain way and you can spell things out? Like, oh. they usually say something like Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody was like, I made this with your name on it in case you forget your name. See, my first thought was a medical bracelet. Maybe that, too. That has, like, be. their name and, like, uh, eggs, fish, and fucking... Penicillin or whatever. Yeah, are <laughs> yeah. the things I'm allergic to. Yeah. Well, maybe that makes more sense because he was institutionalized. So maybe oh. he had some medication things that needed, he like a medical bracelet. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like fucking don't give it water after midnight. Yeah. Gremlins come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that shit happens, right? They're like, oh my God, we have a cow killer named Jason with a tan car. That's nuts. Yeah. Don't Look know at all this information we have. <laughs> yeah. And also, <laughs> Totally unrelated, but these people got into a tan car and they're missing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so July 29th, the following day in Teleco, Texas, mm-hmm. a working crew came across the deceased nude body of a young girl. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. She'd been shot with a twenty-two and oh. stabbed multiple times. Ooh. Her hands had been removed. What the fuck? And her head was gone, so she was decapitated. <gasps> Both her head and hands... Were missing. Like, all of them were missing. Uh-huh. Everything was gone. It was just, like, a body. Oh, we can't identify that. Exactly. So, because of that, they had no idea who this body was. Yeah. Uh, she had also been disemboweled, and her Ooh. body had been cut open. Kind of like how they do autopsies, you know? Like, yeah. Like, a T-shape to open everything up to see <gasps> all of the organs. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. That's super terrifying. Her legs and genitals were mutilated with long, like, intricate carvings. Ooh. Like, it was torture. I don't know if she was alive when the, like, slicing and dicing happened, but somebody was enjoying themselves. Oh, I hate it. And her nipples were cut off. Oh. I don't know if they were found. I was like, where are they gone? <laughs> They're just gone. They were cut off. Oh. Very weird. Oh, that's horrible. So because the killer had taken, like you were saying, because the killer had taken the heads and the hands and all that, all of the heads, uh, (laughs) there was no way to really identify the body very easily. Yeah. And so the police were searching the area to, like, find the head and hands. And then relatively close to this body, another body was found. And it was discovered to be 14-year-old Brian King, Christina's stepbrother. Ooh. Mm. Did that one have its heads and hands? It did. Uh, he had been shot with a twenty-two twice in the back of the head. Ooh. And he was fully clothed and not mutilated in any way. He was just shot. And Brian had his wallet on him. And in the wallet was his library card, which positively identified him as Brian King. Like, yeah. okay, we got him. Yeah. Uh, so the police called his parents to let him know that his son had been murdered. And they were <gasps> like, okay, but what about Christina? And the police were like, well... There was a female found with him, but the body's in such bad condition. There's no way that we could positively identify her. Oh, my God. And so the family was like, well, she broke her leg not too long ago. And so if this See person if it's like ha- partially healed or exactly. something. exactly. So Ooh. that's what they did. They x-rayed the body and they found that she had a fracture in her leg. <gasps> and so that that was how they were able to positively identify her as Christina. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Isn't that so fucking sad? Okay, is it really weird that I have, like, looked at my toddler's every inch of his body? I mean, I've fucking seen him since he was born, right? Uh-huh. To identify his body in case his heads and hands are missing. Literally. I'm like, I know where his freckles are. I'm like, I could identify him by, like, this calf freckle or fucking wrist yeah. freckle or something. I know. Oh, my God. That's such a sad thought. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but I know where every freckle is on my kid, too. Yeah. And when they pop up, I ask the doctor, should we be concerned about this? And he's like, it's just a freckle. And I'm like, I'm covered in them. Should we cut it off? <laughs> <laughs> my kid told me to take his off and I was like I can't baby that shit's stuck on there yeah I was like get it off no <laughs> no you're stuck with that shit for life <laughs> and then when you're older you'll be like that used to be on my calf and now it's on my thigh yeah <laughs> that's exactly. weird my skin moved <laughs> it's creepy okay so near the bodies was this barbed wire fence, and on the fence had a lot of, like, a little clump of long blonde hair. Ooh. Was and Christina blonde? She was. Okay. And they tested 
what fucking DNA science they had back then. And it was a likely match to Christina's, which also further helped identify her remains. (gasps) I wonder if they like climbed over the fence and that's how it happened. Or if like when Jason was getting the fuck out of there, he like had her head and like scraped it on the fence. Oh, my God. That's an interesting perspective because I was thinking maybe she was, like, struggling to get away or something and got tangled up in it. But, like, if he had her head. Yeah. Because he could have, like, jumped over and then been like, fuck, I got the head cut on something. Oh, my God. That's awful. I didn't even think of that scenario. Okay. So other evidence that was recovered from the scene was blonde hair found on Brian's pant leg that didn't belong to either Brian or Christina. So, as we said, Jason had blonde hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, in Brian's sneaker, there was a tan fiber that was found, and it was stuck to it, and it was consistent with the interior of a Japanese-make sedan. Okay. So, meanwhile, police are like, oh, you know that mutilated cow fiasco thing? Mm -hmm. Uh, We should check that tan Subaru to make sure that there isn't anything related here, because we got tan fibers here. They were getting in a tan car. We have blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah, blonde hair, and we have a tan Subaru. Yeah. Right? All the fucking puzzle pieces, they're coming together. Exactly. So they process the Subaru, and in it, they find three blood stains. Ooh. And in the trunk, they find, like, a leaf with blood on it, a roll of duct tape with blood on it, a hammer, a hatchet. <gasps> and they also find a receipt for some ammo. Like, there's, like, a full-on fucking murder kit. Yeah, murder kit, murder scene, something suspicious here. Yeah. During all of this, the police also receive an anonymous call that they should look into Jason uh, Massey because of his history of fucking animal murder and shit. Yeah. And him talking about wanting to kill people and how he's going to kill her. His just general history of being a fucking weirdo. Yeah, they were like, uh, pretty sure Jason did that shit. You guys should check him out. Oh, you also have a bracelet of someone with his name Jason? Yeah. Yeah, I know a Jason you should look at. <laughs> I mean, maybe. He also has a tan car. Is yeah. it Subaru? Yeah, talked about killing cows. Yeah. And Christina. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Well, someone made the call. That's good. That is really good. Maybe it was Chris. Maybe. 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 Perhaps. So it turns out the day of the murders at 1130 at night, Jason had been seen at a local car wash vacuuming out his tan Subaru mm-hmm. and dumping stuff into the car wash dumpster. Mm-hmm. He missed the fucking leaf, though. Yeah. Right. And the duct tape with blood on it. What the fuck? Yeah. So the police, they go to the car wash and they seize the vacuum bags and they search the dumpster and they recover an appointment card uh, from Jason's probation officer. Hmm. A bloody red bandana. Ew. Later, we find that the blood is Brian's. Oh. And multiple strands of Christina's hair and a payroll receipt from KFC with his name on it. Oh, this motherfucker worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken with the colonel. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, probably not with him, but like, I don't know. You don't maybe. Know. <laughs> it was back when the colonel still worked in-house. <laughs> He's like, I will give nobody my special recipe. Yeah, that shit's original. <laughs> okay, so anyway, forensic etymologists, they were able to determine the day of the murders because they studied the life cycle of the maggots to determine the age of the larvae that was found on the corpses, and they figured out that the pair had been basically murdered the night that Jason picked them up. Mm-hmm. Also, gross. Right? So, Brian and Christina were murdered that same night that Jason picked them up. Mm-hmm. Police also learned that Jason had a cousin who owned a twenty-two, and it had gone missing mysteriously. Uh-oh. And a Walmart store clerk claims that she saw Jason with a gun when she checked him out at the Walmart when he was buying all his fucking murder kit and yeah. ammo. Yeah. And so she was like, yeah. And she, like, positively identified him in a lineup and shit. Oh, shit. So a motherfucker had the gun. Yeah. Police test the blood stains in the car, and they test positive as being the blood of Brian and Christina. And the fiber from Jason's car matched the fiber that was found on Brian's uh, sneaker. Yeah. Also, the hair that was found on Brian's pant leg tested as likely belonging to Jason. All right. So this motherfucker for sure killed Christina and Brian. Brian. Exactly. For sure. But even though we have all this evidence, you have to remember, like, the DNA evidence is all likely. Like, it is likely to have belonged to these people, right? Yeah. But the fiber match could be, like, 100%, right? Well, I think it's like it belongs to a Subaru, a tan Subaru. Yeah. So, yeah. But 
And not to say that very circumstantial. And if I was a jury, I would fucking nail him to the wall. Yeah. Please tell me that's where this is going. Well, I'm just saying it's not, you know, I'm telling you a story in a certain order where you're like, well, of course he fucking did it. But the jury doesn't know that, you know. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, you got to be able to go to court with like fucking no reason. Like, I'm going to pin this guy to the wall. It's going to be so easy. Right. Yeah. Anyway, before we get to that, based on how the bodies were found, the police, they pieced together that Christina had agreed to go sneak out with Jason that night. Mm -hmm. And either her stepbrother, Brian, had overheard them when he came and, like, honked the horn and shit. And he, like, came out to be like, what the fuck's going on here? And he was, like, overpowered by Jason and, like, forced into the car. Or maybe Brian had agreed to go willingly with Christina because maybe she was afraid and wanted him to come along to be safe or something. Or maybe he was just like, yo, can I come hang out? Yeah, maybe. Any of those. Yeah. Yeah. So however, you know. However it happened, he's with them. Exactly. Jason then drove them to the secluded location where they were eventually found. And Brian was still in the car when he shot him twice in the back of the head. Oh, my God. The police theorized that Christina jumped out of the car to run away. But Jason grabbed her and dragged her back to the car. This is where I was thinking maybe her hair got caught in the barbed wire fence. That's why I was thinking. It was like a struggle. Yeah. Where he stabbed her multiple times and he even shot her and she was still alive. Oh, my God. Her body was badly mutilated, but it wasn't very clear if she had died before all the, like, carvings were done on her legs and genitals and stuff. Yeah. Or if she was still alive. So it's kind of not clear. Well, I hope she was fucking dead I hope so, too. Uh, So police also searched Jason's home. And there they find newspaper clippings about the murder, along with handcuffs and a box to that knife, that three fucking prong knife. Uh, no, that was a different one. I was like, you can't buy that shit at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it was because uh, uh, when he was at Walmart, that store clerk said that he had bought in the receipt, like a, a knife and duct tape and fucking whatever. Right. The yeah. whole murder kit. So uh, they find the box to that knife. Mm. Only further solidifying evidence that this motherfucker did it, right? Yeah. The police obviously arrest Jason, and he was super arrogant during the whole fucking arrest. Like, he was an asshole. He was, like, smirking, and he was all happy that he was being arrested. Ew. Because he loved the media attention, because that's what he was after. Remember? He wanted to be, like, the most prolific serial killer or whatever. Gross. Yep. Okay, so now we're at Jason's trial, right? Yeah. He pleads not guilty to the capital offense to murder of two people. Mm-hmm. And even though there's all this evidence, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a sketchy trial. Like oh, you God. think like, oh, this is an open and shut case. Yeah. No big deal. But it was kind of shaky at first until during the trial, a hunter is in the woods. And guess what he finds? <gasps> the fucking box of heads. The cool yes. heads. Yes. He stumbles upon, during his trial, (gasps) stumbles upon a fucking cooler full of skulls and Slayer's book of death, (laughs) where on the inside, it was like, this book belongs to, and he's like, Jason Massey. I'm not even shitting (laughs) you. Oh, my God. Okay, so hidden in the cooler, there was 31 skulls of animals (gasps) and four spiral notebooks. Uh Those notebooks had his name literally written on them, like... I said, it says Slayer's Book of Death, Volumes 1 through 4. And on the inside, he had written The Thoughts of Jason Massey. Oh, my God. Along with a confession of all the animal murders he had been, like, deal, you know, doing. Yeah. And then detailing how he preferred to strangle them and then decapitate them so he can keep the skull. Uh. He admitted in the journals that strangling animals had given him a high. Mm-hmm. And in his little murder book, he had set goals for him to become the most infamous murderer. Mm-hmm. And these goals were that he would kill 700 victims in 20 years. Wow. Okay. And he even calculated how many people he would have to kill per month to reach that goal. Yeah. I did the math. It's 2.92. 2.92 people per month? Mm-hmm. And then he could kill 700 victims in 20 years. Okay. I mean, that's attainable. That sounds like so much work. Well, every time we know you're lazy. Yeah. This motherfucker <laughs> literally only got two. All right. So, well, but thankfully I mean, so. But it was two in one night. All yeah. he needs is another 0.9 person yeah, but that month. If you have all this time to write four volumes of your murder book, mm-hmm. you think you come up with a better plan to not get, like, motherfucker dropped his bracelet that said Jason. I'd be like, step one, tonight, don't wear that bracelet. <laughs> Just in case. No one's ever planning to lose something. (laughs) Also, maybe a hairnet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Maybe shave your hair. Yeah. I mean, you're right. But also, he's not a smart guy, it sounds like. No, no, no. Okay. So, 
He even had in his little notebook, he had a list of girls' names. And one of them was Christina. I don't know. It didn't specify, but can you imagine being listed in that notebook? There is no way that Christina wasn't in that notebook. Right? He, like, had a crush on her and was dating her. And talking about openly, like, killing her? Yeah, to other people. He for sure put it in his fucking notebook. I'm sure. And then had, like, a check mark next to it. I don't know. (gasps) Creepy. Yeah. Ew. Also, yes, you're right. Could you imagine being listed in that shit? No, thank you. Leave me off that fucking list. Yeah, that's terrifying. Okay, so he also wrote that he had killed 41 cats, uh, 32 dogs, oh God. and seven cows. He had like a kill count going. Holy shit, seven uh. cows? Mm-hmm. Where do you even find seven cows? What do you think the farmer is thinking? Like oh. that owns the cows. That finds a headless cow. Or no, it would be the other way. Yeah, no, a headless cow. Yeah. I said that right. He's like, is there a chupacabra? Yeah. What the fuck is happening oh, here? no. They probably thought a fucking witch was hexing them or something. Yeah. Galaxy was just sucking up cow heads. <laughs> heads. I said that weird. That's why they had the fucking, that's why they thought that there was a chupacabra. He's the fucking originating source. Reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, so with this bombshell of a discovery in the middle of the goddamn trial, it yeah. was obviously not a good time for the defense. They were like, fuck, scramble. <laughs> they were like, dude, you had a fucking cooler of evidence out in the woods. You didn't give us a heads up that maybe we should go uh, either look at that it shit and talk about it or just get rid of it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I can't defend you if you're not going to tell me everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so on October 6th of 1994, it only took the jury 15 minutes to convict Jason of capital murder, and he was issued the death penalty. Good. Fuck that guy. Right? So on April 3rd, 2001, obviously Jason tries to, like, fucking appeal and shit. Yeah, exactly. So on April 3rd, 2001, Jason Massey was executed by lethal injection, and he was only 28 years old. Whoa. They wasted no fucking time putting his ass to Good. death. Fuck that guy. Right? While in prison, he had found Jesus, and he <laughs> expressed remorse for, for his actions, which I'm sure that's what you're going to tell everybody, right? Like, ah. Uh. Also, head your bets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No <laughs> doubt about that. I mean, maybe he did find Jesus, but whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't your journey a little different than the rest of ours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so when they brought him in for the execution, he addressed Christina and Brian's family, and he admitted, because he pled not guilty, right? Yeah. So he admitted on his deathbed that he had murdered them both and that he was sorry, and that he reassured the family that Christina didn't actually suffer as much as they think she did. So Mm -hmm. remember how I said we're not sure, like, if it was post-mortem or not? Yeah. So he's saying it wasn't that bad. Ugh. Asshole. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I would would take that because that's what I want to think. Yeah. But also, like, fuck you. Exactly. Exactly. Why didn't you fucking say that at the trial, motherfucker? Yeah. Like, you're just a dick. Whatever. Yeah. Get out of here with that bullshit. You're just trying to make your afterlife better. Right? But, you know, if you're a good Christian or whatever, you're supposed to forgive people. I would have a hard time forgiving that. I'm not a good Christian, so I'm like, <laughs> well, fuck you and fuck you, too. I think gonna... the whole time I'd be, like, you know, giving them chest pumps, like, faking them out. Like, what? What? <laughs> As he's like, I'm sorry. I'd be like, fuck you. Dude, you're they're lucky they're holding me back. I don't know. Yeah. You're lucky, lucky Jesus is holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so uh, he also admitted to the family that he had taken her head and hands and thrown them in the Trinity River. Oh, okay. They were never recovered, though. So her head and hands are just gone to the world. Well, there is a fucking skull out there somewhere. Right. Oh, so fucked up, man. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, Some interesting notes. During the investigation, this is literally one interesting note. (laughs) Okay. During the investigation, uh, before they had pegged Jason as, like, their guy. Yeah. Two of his friends were actually arrested for the crime. What? And one even had a similar car as Jason. So I'm guessing that that was the someone who gave them the anonymous hot tip to check out Jason. Like, they were being pegged for the murder and they were like, no, 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 no. Check out this other guy who was way more likely to have done this. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then in all of his appeals, they listed, like, so many other things. They were like, well, the lawyers that fucking represented him, they were alcoholics or, what you know, like, attacking their personal character because they're grasping at straws because this motherfucker murdered them. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. Whoa. 
That's intense. Yeah, it's my motherfucking story. That's why. Okay, so everybody, earlier this week, I texted Aaron, and I don't remember <laughs> the context of it, but I was like, oh, just cutting off fucking nipples. And you were like, what? And I was like, wait, I think that's my story this week. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's uh, okay. <laughs> it's a little intense. Yeah. So you only had that image leading into the story. Yeah. <laughs> Not what I was picturing. Gross. Oh, my God. I know, right? Jesus. Well, goddamn. Crazy. That was a good one. All right. Well, thanks. Hey, it's so weird when we don't have the second story to follow it up. I know. We're like, what do we do do. with our hands? Yeah. Now what? (laughs) Because normally I just cut you off and yell about my story next. Yeah. Like, all right. Cool. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, hey, everybody, if you want to check out pictures about my case, it'll be up there on isgdpodcast.com. Yep. And we also have links to our merchandise and our Patreon. Come join Patreon. It's only a dollar. And you yep. get all the back episodes, which is quite a bit right now. So $1, hours of entertainment. $1, Bob. Only $1, Bob. Uh, what else can they do? They can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter mm-hmm. at ISGD Podcast. Mm-hmm. And snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Yep. Also, we got another postcard. We got a postcard. <gasps> we did? I didn't bring it. Oh, man. It has a serial killer fucking murderer on the face, and I don't remember what it says, but it made me laugh. And Brandon was like, what the fuck is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's currently sitting on my counter. But that's from Emily, too. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait to read it. I know. Someday I'll let you in on the secrets. I know, that I keep- man. <laughs> you keep them all huddled away and I'm like what nobody ever snail mails us and you're like oh yeah Pfft. oh yeah I have a whole fucking stockpile also I know I owe people stickers and so that shit should be coming hopefully this weekend I can actually pull my head out of my ass and get on that yeah we've been a little busy lately as you can tell because we almost burned the whole podcast down but yeah. I think things are starting to you know fucking figure themselves out yeah we're gonna turn it around it's gonna be fine yeah it'll be fine right we're fine I'm fine it's fine I'm fine. fine it's fine also, you guys can email us case suggestions or anything else you want at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, subscribe, rate, and review, please. Yeah. Especially because now the last one we have is a sad one. <laughs> it's okay. Where we d- <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, that's a fair review. Like, they, it, at least it wasn't, like, one star, like, it's okay. I like yeah. it when the stars match the review. Yeah. Like, like that person is like... I, I, I get it. I get it. It's not my full cup of tea, but I'll listen when I'm all caught up on all my other shit that I'm addicted to. Yeah. They genuinely reviewed it. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Oh, man. I'm going to review every Amazon thing I get now. Like, it's okay. Oh, my God. Some of the Amazon reviews crack me straight the fuck up. I know. Love it. All right. Well, is that it? That's it, guys. Miss you. We appreciate you so much, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Toodaloo, motherfucker. (laughs) Bye.